Welcome back, everybody, to the SideQuest Podcast. We're all back. The three amigos. Justin, finally. Jeff, and Eric, finally. What feels not Jeff, like... Jeff, and Jeff, or Jeff and Justin? <laughs> We've had pretty much every combination. I'm not good at math, but I think there's at least one or two more. But pretty much every combination this past week. So for all you listeners out there, you're welcome for changing it up and... Uh, We've gotten some really good feedback, so uh, hats off to both of you gentlemen for holding down the fort. Hello. Yeah, he's. Uh, oh, you know, you've just... upgraded to your big boy voice over there. You know me. <laughs> All right then, Jeff. I I'm so happy you were able to get your your reference episode in. <laughs> I was. I don't even know. I got a lot of feedback on that one <laughs> I, for some reason. I was somewhere over the Atlantic Ocean uh, <laughs> <laughs> listening because I was able to download the episode before I left Aruba, um, and I was listening in just all the rants, uh, just so many different avenues, so many rants. I was so excited you were able to. It was like a it was like a little therapy session for you. I enjoyed listening to it for you. It was, so maybe we'll do it again sometime. <laughs> just the fucking screams in the background every time. So good. Screaming, just, <laughs> just channeling my inner, inner Bill Burr. Your neighbors are probably like, what the fuck is going on? Or don't even, don't knock so loud. Me, just let it happen. Um, and so now you're back from Aruba. I'm back from Aruba. I'm an Aruban boy. I've got a little tan going. The farmer's tan, you know, so you lift the sleeves up and... It's translucent, um, but <laughs> hey, I am back. I'm so happy to be back. It's kind of nice to get back into the rhythm of things. Justin, I, I know you guys had a fun time on last Friday's episode. Oh, yeah, we did. Talk but we were, missing, we were missing Element Eric. Yeah. And now you have returned. Now I have returned, and I'm so happy that all three of us could get together because for a long time now, even though the last episode just came out last Wednesday... What feels like forever, we are now able to, in a spoiler manner, uh, even though we've broken it down before, but in spoiler manner, talk a little bit about what I think is so far the best show, Marvel show, Loki. And I'm so glad because we threw a side question out there for our fans, and Adam and Greg's GPC, the first question they came up with was, are you happy with the Loki ending and thoughts? And I'm like, that's perfect because we're diving right into that hole and exploring it. So, Justin, let's start us off with you. What did you think last two episodes, the ending? I mean, there's so much to talk about here, but wherever you feel like starting. Yeah, start so, with a Marvel expert. Yeah. <laughs> what I So I'll say I... Uh-oh, are you poo-pooing me? Can you get it out? No, 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 no. <laughs> right, give them I, I feel like my excitement from the first three episodes, the first two episodes, sort of, I feel like they didn't pay the bill that they ordered mm. from the show, from how mysterious I thought it was going to be. And I feel like there's a disconnect between a lot of the episodes and that's not a bad thing because where they landed in the last two episodes, I think really sets up the future of the MCU in a very great way. I just think that the, the, the experience that we want to get to where we want from episode one to episode six, uh, was a little bit of a disservice for how cool episode one was and how cool episode six was. Like, you could have just cut away a lot of fat. Yeah. Okay. 
I feel like what one thing I'll throw out there, a quick side question just for Justin, so Jeff, don't even think about answering, um, is could would it have done better if it was like 10 episodes instead of six? Do you feel like it was rushed and they could have told more story and built up the atmosphere and the environment and the lore a little bit more? I, I almost feel like they could have done more with less. Oh, okay. Even more, even less than six. Okay. That's a, that's a, I, a heated take folks. We're breaking news right now. <laughs> so Justin, that, that's a, that's a nice little entry, a little appetizer right there. So Jeff, what were your thoughts? Well, you know me, I loved it. I mean, who doesn't love just more Loki, right? Um, yeah, I mean, I just, I liked how it set up the next, you know, the future of the MCU. I think we had, you know, before it was the Infinity uh, Saga, and now we're going into the Multiverse Saga. So it did a great way of uh, setting that up. And I just loved Loki's character development through the whole show. I mean, at the beginning, he was this typical dickhead, <laughs> lied about everything, and slowly... I think he even started to hate himself in the episode where he met the other Lokis and they were just backstabbing each other the entire time. And he's like, yeah, of course they're just all going to backstab each other <laughs> to the end where, you know, you had like the first real moment with him being like, I've been a dick. I see why people hate me and why I'm annoying and how people can't trust me because he just constantly lies and, uh, does what he, you know, does what Loki does. And the moment with him and Sylvie in the room with Kang and all that, I just thought it brought it all together. And of course, I loved Owen Wilson till the end. I mean, he just, even when he got beat up and he's on the floor, he's like, just do it. Just, <laughs> just fucking it's just, prune me. <laughs> just prune me again. I'll just go back there. Yeah. Uh, and she's like, no. So I liked it just because I'm huge loki fan i mean loki and thor are probably my two favorite characters in the mcu with wanda being a close third and um i just loved his character development yeah through the whole thing and i can't wait to see how he interacts with thor and all the other characters moving forward that's what i'm really excited about yeah because now he's kind of this change thing and then also thor is eventually gonna find out that he kissed his set himself, just a female version, and he's going to give him so much shit about it. <laughs> yeah. So I'm also just waiting for that. And also, Sylvie is my new MCU crush. So, right. um, another breaking news right there. Yeah, I liked it, and I like Kang. So he seemed interesting, and he seems like he's going to be trouble for a while. And yeah. there's going to be variations of him. Uh, so, yeah, I'm excited. I, I like the whole thing for the most part. Yeah, I I feel I I feel like I have uh, MCU has earned so much more trust in Marvel in what they did in Loki. I don't remember the whole order. I had it down like six months ago about oh well Loki was supposed to be released before this one and that one. I totally lost track of it all. I just kind of threw it out the window. Um, but Loki was a, I I just felt like it was a great six episode series. I I will still to the end of time poo-poo a little bit on episode three, just a little bit slow and boring, just because when you compare it to the rest of the episodes, when a lot 
was going on and like cool, mysterious, weird things are happening. You have no idea where they're taking you and what's going to happen. I'd uh, rather take that episode than any of the Falcon Winter Soldier. Oh, and I, t- I hundred percent agree with you. It's really it, uh, that's why I think it's it's definitely. Can so I get far. a loan? Yeah, yeah. Can I get another what? loan, please? Can I get a loan? Can we take a loan out away from Falcon and Winter Soldier? Zemo was the only game? good thing on that series. Yeah. Oh, 100 percent. And, but like, I I loved where they were going with it. I was, you know, I was just waiting for Wednesday when we were going to be able to see. All right, who's the man behind the curtain? Who's running the show? A lot of people predicted Loki. Some predicted Kang the Conqueror. I only really read up recently on Kang just because of all. Uh, once he was announced going in the uh, Ant-Man, the third Ant-Man movie that's coming out, you know, everybody's been speculating, like, where's he going to be? Where's he going to show up? And it was so cool to see just what they did with the final episode about how they, like, condensed the timeline of, like, all things that we know is just, like, sitting in this space and going in a circle. It's, a, it's like the timeline's a flat circle. There's no way around it. You can't go off on these little magical journeys without them pruning it. And I just thought it was like such a cool, like mind-opening concept to where before the previous twenty-three movies, you think like, there, you know, you don't know which way it's going to go, but you just assume that everybody has that kind of like freedom of choice. And Kang really kind of came in and's like eating an apple. Is just like, well, actually, I kind of you know crafted the whole thing for you. No big D. Um, yeah, it seemed this time <laughs> we had a good, good Kang running everything. Yes. But next time now, we're going to have, like, a shitty one, probably. I think that's what I really like uh, about where they're going with it. And, Justin, I want to hear your thoughts on Kang. Is I, I think he's he is probably going to have the most fun playing this role because he gets to play what I think is going to happen is a number of different variations of himself where basically every take's good. It's like, all right, be a dick. Okay, another take. All right, let's be super scared and bashful. Okay, let's be really goofy, weird. All right, let's be the whatever, whatever. And I feel like I'm a little bit frightened to see what he's going to be like as a, you know, scary villain in the upcoming movies and maybe even shows. No, and that's a great question. And and first and foremost, I think that we have to address the fact that he is a Richards. Oh, yeah. So he's, he's from Marvel's first family. So that'll be interesting because you can't have King the Conqueror without the Fantastic Four. And we're, we're building up to the upcoming Fantastic Four movie in a few years. I don't even want to ask the question about how they're going to address the fact of how Jonathan Majors is playing the part of Kang without... I don't know. I don't want to get canceled. <laughs> go for it. Let's go there. We're back. We're all three of us are back. Let's get canceled together. <laughs> how, how, how does Kang the Conqueror wind up being the color that he is completely? And I'm very curious, and I say that with love, to see what the MCU will do to build, because I think that they have a lot of ammunition in their back pocket for the Fantastic Four movie, and there's rumors that that'll take place uh, in the 1960s or the 70s or some somewhere in there where we have this like uh, preliminary Fantastic Four. And so maybe there's a whole little like X-Men first class avenue that we go down. But I mean, the, the, the potential is just ridiculous for what they can do and how they can do it. And even in the one episode where, where Mobius is talking about there being vampires, which directly sets up the Blade movies, Right. And 
I read an article the other day that they're talking about there being a Wesley Snipes variant of Blade in the MCU to echo the new Blade that's coming out <laughs> with Ali, and it's just like, oh, it's mind-blowing. I know. I feel like when you were saying that whole thing, it's the meme of, like, Vince McMahon just, like, getting more and more excited and, like, totally falling out of his chair. Like, you are so right in everything you just said. Is like, this just... I, I feel like Loki just really opened up the door to, like, holy shit, now a lot more things can connect because we're, like, they basically just cracked wide open the multiverse. We were all kind of waiting, like, oh, Doctor Strange is going to do it, and WandaVision kind of goes in this weird magic realm. Uh, where are the kids, and why can she hear them screaming? But now it's like, boom, like, Loki just cracked open Done. the door. And now all the other variants, like, how many TVAs are there? How many Lokis are there? Is... And I feel like, <laughs> just a quick comment on Tom Hiddleston, I'm pretty sure this dude just thought he was going to be in, like, a couple Marvel movies. He will probably end up being, like, besides maybe uh, Chris Hemsworth, like, the longest-running actor in a Marvel. Because now oh, He'll they, play it as long as they'll let him. Right. And he's going on to season two now, and it's cool, like, the ending of the show where all of a sudden you see Kang the Conqueror's the statue instead of the timekeeper's. Like, shit's already changed. Shit's already going south. And Mobius and the other uh, uh, security lady were looking at him like, who the fuck are you? We don't even know what a Loki is. And I'm sure the writers of all the MCU, I can only imagine the writer's room in these shows and movies and, like, what brain is constructing all these, like, really weird <laughs> avenues. Like, Justin, as a writer, like, does is your mind exploding? Is there a clear path forward? Like, where where do they even take it from here? And I think for me, for, as a Marvel fan, and for what they're developing, they already know. They knew what the end of Loki meant for uh, Phase Four years ago. Wow. So we can only speculate. You know, like. We've we've got this whole again with Blade. Blade fits in so interestingly into the Marvel universe and his interactions with just say Spider-Man alone. And then we've got the Sony movie of with Jared Leto coming out. It's just like they they're playing a game of 4D chess with themselves right now, and they are winning. <laughs> yeah. Can I just say that that's what happens when. Favreau put the right people in the right spots. This is what happens. This is how Marvel's got to it. And this is why we should be excited about Star Wars now moving forward. It started real rough. Started real bad with the sequels. But now, again, here's Favreau setting it all up, the right people to start doing what they did to the MCU, to what they're going to do to Star Wars now. Yeah. And I think we're going to see the same type of nerdism and excitement with the writers and producers and the directors as they are clearly having in marvel right now yeah and we're gonna have that for star wars i mean so. and i'm sure kevin feige right now is having like meetings for 2035 like all right guys what's on the slate for you know 12 years from now 15 years from now um because like justin said i think you're right i could have swore i forget which documentary or behind the scenes feature it was i think it was when endgame came out there was an interview with feige that said like you guys, you know, felt like you were waiting forever, you know, from the first teaser to maybe even Infinity War of how this thing was going to end. He's like, yeah, that movie came out in 2019, but we already wrote the end of Endgame in like 2015. So everybody had to sit there and shut up and keep it in a lockbox until four years later when everybody was actually able to see it. I could not mm -hmm. do that. I could never, I can't keep a secret. 
I would suck at it. And I would want to Well, when know. you have an NDA and you could get sued and all that, I'm sure you would keep your <laughs> yeah. mouth shut. <laughs> yeah, you're very, very, very true. And I, it just kind of got me thinking. So we love Loki, and I'm sure we'll, we'll talk about it more in the future because we know season two will happen at some point. Um, but it kind of it kind of brought me into this this side quest I was thinking about, and I know we've kind of touched on this realm in video games, Jeff. Years or years, months and months ago, when we kind of first started this out, you had a great side question, and now I want to kind of dip it into a movie. Is if you guys had like an unlimited budget, just think about it. You guys have billions of dollars for a movie. Uh, what kind of movie would you make? How long would it be? Who would star in it? Like, this is a very, very loaded question to ask you guys on the fly, so I totally get it. It's not, you know, something we can think of very quick, but I just want to know, because when you think about all the money... Billions of dollars? (laughs) Billions. As much money as you want. (laughs) Sounds good to me. So, if you guys had to kind of make your own movie, just thinking about, like, hey, what Marvel's done, like, the hundred... I can't wait to hear what Justin says. (laughs) Yeah, so so (laughs) I'm going to start... So let's start with Justin. So unlimited budget. What kind of movie would it be? How long would it be? Would it be like an epic nine-hour movie? And who would kind of be your main stars or co-stars that you could, if you had to develop a movie right now? Oh, that's such an interesting question. I'm, I'm glad that you bring it up because audience, as the 10 of you know, <laughs> I do write movies. A nine of you now, somebody just unsubscribed. Oh, yep. Um <laughs> And I've gone through a number of different variations of success and disappointment. So there's one. There's a big success, though. Pizza Parlor Massacre. Pizza yes, Parlor Massacre. If we had a little bit more than one hundred dollars, we could have made something really great there. <laughs> but we had one hundred dollars and some free pizza, <laughs> and the pizza was good. Shout out to Kyle. There you go. Bam Pizza. Thanks, Kyle. Portage, Indiana. Um, no, so I wrote, and I, I believe I talked about this in a previous episode with, with you all. It might have been on a different podcast, but I had an out-of-body experience a few years back where I was transported to 1920s Las Vegas and the building of the Hoover Dam, where I was a detective shadowed by a ghost of my dead brother solving the crime for a woman who was murdered from Mississippi who had moved west to pursue uh, an acting career, and she got mixed up into some nonsense. So it's very noir. And I would love to see that movie made. Uh, And if I had billions of dollars, I would say, let's boom, let's make Hell Dorado, it's called. And let's get... Hmm, maybe a Jeff Goldblum or a Tom Hardy in there. Maybe Tom Hardy's the villain. Oh. I don't know. I mean, has he played any villainous roles? Well, he was Bane in the Dark Knight Rises. Oh, nobody cares about that. Oh, so sorry. <laughs> that was about nobody it. Nobody remembers that movie. Yeah. So uh-huh. yeah, that's that's Hell Dorado, and it's it's written, it's been shopped. I have producers clamming at it, but it's very difficult to make a peace movie, timepiece movie, because 1920s Las Vegas, like you have to completely create a set out of nothing. And for it to be a supernatural noir, nobody's going to be investing in that. So I'm the I'm the investor in it. 
It's done. It's happening. I, I'm the captain now. <laughs> Look at me. Well, that's great. I like that. That was a that was a really good starter. So Jeff, don't blow it. You got the bar set high. Well, I've been wanting to make this ever since the shitty movie that we don't speak of came out, and that is to make the perfect Dragon Ball Z saga. And oh, yeah. it would be, oh yeah, and we're talking, you know, I get a billion dollars. YouTube has been better at making live-action Dragon Ball Z stuff than any movie has ever. I, I guess the closest thing is MCU, and they can't even do flying battles that well. Um, because that's what it is. It's just martial arts flying around and things blowing up constantly. So, and we would do it, you know, people would be like, oh, you got to start it at the beginning. You got to cut that crap out. That's why Warcraft did really bad. Warcraft is too huge of a universe to just start at the beginning. No one's interested in orcs. You should have started it with Arthas and the Lich King, but they didn't because they're idiots. Maybe a TV show one day. <laughs> Same thing with Dragon Ball. It's too big. So you lead it up to the Frieza saga to when Goku goes Super Saiyan, which is in anime, or at least when we were in high school, it was like one of the biggest, most epic events ever. And you just tell a quick backstory on what's going on and then do a three-movie epic saga like Lord of the Rings leading up to the big showdown with Frieza and Goku. And you'd have to do the fighting correctly because you can't, you just can't do it how whatever the last movie was and even how MCU does it. You gotta like basically do what Lucas did when Star Wars came out. He kind of re- Define digital effects at the time. It was all claymation and stuff. And he started using, you know, the miniatures, the way he filmed it on those blue backgrounds and stuff. You'd have to do the same thing. But with, same with Matrix, with the 360 camera, yeah, this is the same thing. You have to invest in a new technology to get it right, which then will be used for other superhero movies and all that. Because the fighting is the main thing of Dragon Ball. And you can't have a movie talking too much. Same with Godzilla. The reason the Godzilla movies aren't as great as the Toho ones is because there's not as much Godzilla in it. You need Godzilla fighting. That's why you're watching Godzilla movie. Not the last ten minutes of badass <laughs> epicness. And the rest of the movie is just fucking people you don't care about. You just want to watch kaijus beat the shit out of each other. And that's what Dragon Ball Z is going to be. People beating the fucking shit out of each other and blowing everything up around them. And it's just testosterone and badassness. All right. Nice little... little That's pop, what I'll do. Nice little popcorn flick. So uh, any any movie stars in mind for who plays Goku and all the all the freezes and all the slushies, whatever they're called? <laughs> no, no idea. No idea. <laughs> I've no, never no, gotten no, that far. No but names. definitely they would be like Japanese actors and stuff because that's what is based off of and a lot so, of a lot of cross we're not doing we're not doing we're not doing ghosts in the shell where uh <laughs> miko was scarlett johansson that made no sense miko is not <laughs> like what hi my name's miko and this is Char scarlett johansson no no we're gonna make this yeah it's uh, anyway it so yeah that's what i do and it'd be epic yeah, and if you guys CrossFit out there, Jeff's already uh, sourcing for extras to be in the background of those fights. So they're just staying around. Yeah, doing. Uh, You're gonna die because they're just things. getting blown up. <laughs> so I I kind of cheated a little bit because I obviously thought of the question, so I had a little bit of time to prepare. But I swear, 
uh, Justin, just like you, I have these like dreams that kind of turn into little little stories. And half the time, I'll like email it to you or like just give you a chat and just be like, "Hey, I have this really stupid idea." And there was one I had one night that was like such a high level concept. It was so like it was almost like a thirty second dream, and then I sat down and just made this like whole world of it. But basically, there's two parallel like universes, parallel Earths, let's call them, uh, that are running out of resources, and there's like this rift that, like, uh, scientists finds, like, whether it's in the forest or cave or whoever the fuck knows. And they discover that going through it, it goes to the other universe. And they find out, like, hey, we're running out of water, and this place is running out of, like, I don't know, natural gas or something. Um, and so two scientists, kind of like Kang, like, exactly what Kang explained, like, hey, we found this portal, and we both understood how to kind of travel between dimensions. Um, it's kind of like that. And basically, long story short, is these scientists find a way to, like, merge two parallel universes together so basically like take two and crush it into one and it would just be like a total catastrophic type event that you have to be in the right place at the right time because certain elements will stay others will go it's almost like <laughs> it's the worst way of putting it it's almost like an excel spreadsheet when you merge two cells together like the more powerful cell stays so for all my uh, business boys out there that one's a little shout out to you but basically like a saga, like a trilogy of the first movie being bringing the two worlds together, like the build up, the tension of who survives, where do you go, where are safe places. Then uh, they bring it together at the end. Then all of a sudden it's like people wake up, they come out of the caves, and now they're all one world. And then the second is like, how do they cohabitate? How do they live? How do they start a new world together and speak each other's languages? And then the third is basically, obviously, Civil War. You want a huge, giant battle, and everybody fights to the death. Um, but it's going to be futuristic and cool, and I don't know who would be in it. Probably some no-names, and then maybe, like, Urkel. Uh, Jaleel White would definitely be, like, the scientist guy, because I kind of want a resurgence of his career. I think he's due. Um, so maybe Jaleel White in there. But that was my uh, my movie. Th I don't know. I just thought of it the other, uh, I don't even know how long ago. January 13th, 2020. That's when I sent it to uh, you, Justin. So pre-COVID. <laughs> I remember that very, very vividly. It was a great <laughs> thought and it's a great trilogy. And obviously Urkel is a great addition to the cast. I, I've got him on speed dial right now. I'm going to holler him up for you. Yeah. And I want uh, Professor Keenbean from Richie Rich in there. And um, I don't even know who else. Just a whole star-studded cast. Just all the all the B-level characters, B and C people, supporting cast that you've seen a lot of movies. But, you know, they probably don't make a ton of money. So just, like, spend, you know, like $10 million and get all the B-list actors in one movie. That would be awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Clint Howard, obviously. Oh, God. Yeah, directed by Ron Howard, first movie. Second movie, uh, Jeff's favorite, J.J. Uh, Abrams. Um, <laughs> and, the, and then the third will be Ryan Johnson, so he'll completely destroy my franchise, and then I'll be penniless and in a hole, and everybody will yell at me for the rest of eternity. Yeah, you know. Well, that's how, that's how it happens. Um, so that was a fun little episode. I'm so glad we were able to get back together and uh and make it happen because it's been so long it feels like so fucking long ago that we were able to record together so i'm glad we can make it work boys and to all our listeners out there we hope you had some fun over the last couple of episodes jeff again thanks for uh giving us that reference episode we're definitely gonna have to do that again even if it's just like the last 10 minutes of the episode and we just like mute ourselves and you just go off i think people will enjoy it they probably join in on that punching bag session um <laughs> and then scream into the phone 
uh, and then Justin, of course. I, I love what you, I only listened to so much of the last episode. I still got to finish the rest of it, but like the Ren Fair, uh, yes. And everybody <laughs> out there, be sure to go check out your local Ren Fair and uh, dress up and get weird with it. And if that doesn't help, we then will there's... get weird this year. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna get some uh, some weird shit when we go for the side quest heads to the Ren Fair, <laughs> where we are going to go on actual side quests. And everybody starts with the Long Island. That's how we start the show. Uh, <laughs> no longest of islands. Yeah, huzzah indeed. So now that we're all back together, I guess how shall we end it? Any fun ideas? Uh... Well, Eric's got to end it. Oh god, oh, yeah. you've missed uh, you've missed quite a bit. Okay, how shall I end it? I'm trying to think of ideas. Um, you got to do your best Mobius impression. Okay. <clears throat> oh, wow, Loki. What? Where's the jet ski? Come on. Ow. Why'd you poke me with the prune stick? <laughs> <God>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good shit. 